0: And welcome to episode 64 of the AG Podcast. I'm your host today, the Ashkorn 09. And joining me on today's episode is Burger Boy. Good evening, Burger. Uh,
1: Good evening. Thanks for having me on.
0: Are you all? Yeah, not too bad. Thank you. Good for coming. Uh, Thank you for coming back on. Uh, As always, it's a pleasure. And joining us on today's podcast, uh, making his podcast debut, is Sweaty Bananas. Good evening, Sweaty. Evening. Cheers for
2: having
0: me. Yeah, no, thank you for coming on, Um, you know, it's really, really good to see new members and more people come on this episode and the podcast, so thank you very much. Uh, Just no no jam tonight, he's not feeling very well, so he will be back on to the next episode. Uh, Right, let's run down the agenda for today. Uh, So we're going to start with League One, Uh, we're then going to go over to, uh, for the Call of Duty segment, uh, either Hilly or Plunkett, Uh, we're then going to go to the Championship, we're then going to go over to Joe, We're then going to go to the Prem. I've just realised there's no golf segment in this agenda, so the golf is going to go after the Prem, and then we're going to uh, have a look at some predictions for the next podcast. So, let's start with League One, uh, and I'll run down the division from top to bottom. So, Amon Raz is currently uh, top on 28 points, two games in hand, above second, place Tunners. Uh, Gazgrass, Satie, Payne, Wales, Hilly are all in the playoff spots, and then Tuggy, Worm, Wizfox, Harry, Rhino, Andy Brill, and Diodex make up the rest of the table. Um sweaty i'm gonna start with you first obviously you're not in the leagues at the moment but you've been really really active in sort of playing games um who have you played from this division uh you know in terms of names and who stood out for you are you surprised to see maybe um you know raz and tunners and some of those names at the top up there
2: um in terms of this league i've played only a few of them i've played satie um harry and diodes and in terms of looking at the league, um, one of the big shocks for me was that saties in this division. Because when I played him, he was actually a quality player. And I didn't think he'd be in this division, so seeing him at the top does make a lot of sense. Um, I think when I played Harry, I don't think he tried. I think he was only playing me to get the, the money to play in five games. And, um, yeah, I played Diod. Um, yeah, he was he was a decent player as well. And... Um, yeah, I'm a bit surprised to see him at the bottom. So, hopefully he can like push on from there.
0: Yeah, I mean, Harry played just for the scudo. No, that doesn't yeah. sound like him at all. Um, <laughs> I, Yeah, um, yeah, no.
1: I think he admitted that to every part he was in when he was playing to <laughs> Did earn, he? to be honest. Did he? yeah. Oh, yeah. I
0: didn't know that. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Satie, Satie's a really, really interesting player. And obviously, you know, Satie, Kevin Keegan came on the last episode um you know i i find him a, a very interesting player because on his day he, he, you know he deserves to be at that top of that division um burger obviously looking raz is currently top uh you know if yeah. he wins his game in hands uh, two games in hands he could go seven points clear um looking at those names i, I don't think there can be too many surprises that raz is pushing towards mm-hmm. the top
1: yeah, um, you may want to refresh the table, Ash, um, because Satie's actually got two games behind in he's second. Because um, I did all the results not that long ago, so um, oh, okay. you may want to refresh it. Yes. Um, it's, it's basically Raz is top with 32 points, and then Satie's with 29 with two games in hand. Um, that changed. I've just managed to run through. Uh, but yeah, I mean, looking at the league, I think everyone's expected Raz to be up there, and it would be. Um, a shock if he doesn't get promoted automatically um and then it's it's literally a well there's seven or eight teams that you could probably say could are between second and uh eighth ninth place that could all get a chance in the playoff spot an automatic promotion spot
0: so you say second to ninth <laughs> harry and rhino
1: yeah <laughs> oh, you've got Ryan. I mean, you've got the storm run you had last season where he got the playoffs. Maybe Rhino could do that. I mean, you can't really... I don't know who he's played, so it's always um, tricky to do that from. But, I mean, if you well, how many points is Rhino on? 13, so he's 11 points behind Gaz Grass in six. So it's enough to pull it back if he gets on some sort of form. But, I mean, it's like anyone's in the championship. I mean, Saiti, he's on form. Um, He's in the driving seat with games in hand at the moment uh, to get that other spot. But, um, yeah, I think Raz, I think he's almost certain to go up, I think. Um, uh, And then it's just any, I mean, you can't really predict that, to be honest. Uh, at this moment, it's very tricky.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, this is it. I mean, one name that I just want to quickly, uh, I want to quickly reference on because the last season, obviously, you know, he was ripping apart at one part is emotional worm. Um, mm. Obviously, at the moment, just sort of sitting outside the playoff spots. Um, you know, he's only a point out. He has got a better goal difference, so he is still on the, uh, you know, he is still mm. on the verges, uh, but maybe not hitting the same heights that he did last season. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's interesting, isn't it? I think the sort of top six there, I think the top two, I I don't think you'll see much movement. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, I think it'll be Satie and Raz that do go up at the end of the season. Um, You know, we'll we'll, we'll wait and see. It's in Satie's hands. Um, And then the top four is the interesting part you know because Worm can uh, I think Worm's more likely out of those sort of sitting sort of 7th down to 12th um you know and below to pop in there um but who, who knows maybe Tuggy you know Harry and Rhino I mean I think Rhino perhaps is a little bit um just sort of looking at the games played I think Rhino maybe a little bit just falling away um yeah. but Worm definitely It's going to be interesting to see come the next podcast um, if Worms manage to creep into those playoff spots.
1: Don't Um, don't write Rhino off uh, to games for playoffs, and then obviously does what he does best and loses uh, in that. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it wouldn't be a surprise. (laughs) Brilliant.
0: Um, Right, let's move on, and we're going to move over to Call of Duty, of course, the two v two league, which has now wrapped up for the second season. Uh, So. Plunkett or Hilly, take it away.
3: Hi guys, Hilly here with your end of season COD update. So, semi-finals and finals since we last spoke to you. Semi-final one was Jake Z and Bry versus Buncey and Sean. Jake Z and Bry, everyone's pre-tournament favourites, lost to Buncey and Sean. No one can believe it, but fair play to Buncy and Sean, worked very, very well as a team and managed to get the win. Second final, uh, semi-final apologies, was Ash and Paul versus Harry and Tom P, And Ash and Paul won that game 2-0. So our finalists this season were Ash and Paul and Buncy and Sean. The winners, after going 1-0 down, was Ash and Paul. So they won 2-1. It went to Nuketown. Decider went there. Buncy and Sean were 1-0 up, as I said. But Ash and Paul dug deep and got the win so congratulations to them money has been paid out ash and paul have the uh, winner winner's medal attached to their profile as well so uh, have a little look at that Um, and who knows maybe a new winner next season ash and paul will hope not but we'll see how we do fantastic season guys thanks for everyone for um, participating and doing really really well with the games we know it's tough to get four people on at the same time um, but there's been relatively no problems um, and the knockout we hope, was a, an exciting new addition to the tournament. Any feedback, please let us know. Um, and we're going to have a short break before we move on to the next season in a couple of weeks or months' time. All right, take care. Thanks for having me on the podcast. Cheers, guys.
0: And uh, Thank you very much for that. Um, great season and looking forward to seeing what sort of feedback is thrown uh, in the threads and, um, you know, roll on the next season. Right. We're gonna move on to the championship now and again i'll just run down the championship from top to bottom so joe and buncy are currently in first and second uh followed by Bright, wells bertie and sofa in the playoffs uh jeff mjg wardy are in the sort of dead spot places uh 7th 8th 9th uh lost boy and wince are currently 10th and 11th and then storm and rye jones are in the bottom two so burger Joe and Buncy, I think a lot of people had them at the start of the season to go up. Um, they're nine points clear at the moment. There's a nine points difference between Buncy and Bryce, second and third place. Um, I, I, it's very difficult, isn't it, to see
1: anyone creeping into that top two? Uh, no. Uh, I mean, you might as well, you might as well promote them out. They they're not going <laughs> to drop enough <laughs> points for all the others to be consistent enough to catch them up. Yeah. They're Prem players. Um, uh, yeah, they're very good players and they can more than uh, um, stay in the Premier League, at least as well, and even challenge. Um, but yeah, I completely agree. I don't think there's going to be no changes there um, in the top two. Just, I mean, they've lost one game between them in 26 games and I think they've got each of the last game of the season. That might Ooh. be a do or die one for the league title, but, yeah. um, uh, yeah. Oh uh, yeah. No changes there whatsoever.
0: Um, yeah. I mean, I just looking at the playoffs, uh, you know, Wells Bertie and Brian Sofa. obviously, you know, both came up from league one. Um, what, what a story this could be. Um, you know, if someone went up from uh, league one all the way to the premiership, um, you know are you surprised to see brian sofa sort of up in that top six
1: i'm not surprised with bry um uh because i think whenever i play him with friendlies he's got a very direct approach and he's very effective with that and i'm not surprised to see where he is um so um i think he went with a team change he'd got his team of austrians and then i think he's um uh, once he's completed that he's tried to build a better squad and I think he's reaping the rewards out of it um but yeah it's it's very tight looking at the league at the moment um I mean the one shock is probably I'd say is Jeff um yeah. he's showing yeah. a lot of good players uh but saying that he has got games in hand and with that game in hand he could at least go jump to fourth yeah uh, with one win so um you're probably as you were in the championship, uh, Jeff. If he gets, if he wins his games in hand, would probably be third, fourth, or third. But yeah, uh, well, you've got obviously back up your form as well with Broy and Sofa, and they've done that. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's it, an
0: interesting one. I mean, sweaty, obviously, out of this division. Um, yeah. who, who have you been playing in friendlies?
2: Um, I've played a fair few people in this division um i've played joe bertie so far jeff wince and lost boy so i've played quite a few like quite a good range of players from this division and um personally i feel like sometimes people think that the prem players are a lot better than the rest so the rest are like kind of left behind but i've played some people in this division who i think are better than people in the prem for example yeah like you lot said um joe i played him last night it was proper close games So, yeah, he's definitely going up. Um, Bertie, yeah, he's got a quality team. He's a good player as well. So, I'm not surprised with him being um, towards the top. Sofa as well. He gave me some good games. Um, Jeff, yeah, a bit surprised with his position because he's got a great team. And, yeah, he did play some good games against me in the previous season. Um, So, I just feel like he just needs to work on a few things going forward. And I can see him definitely pushing up, especially with those games in hand. Um, Wince, yeah I've played him a few times the scores have always really gone in my favour which is I don't think it's a fair reflection of the games but I've only really played these people in head to head so some people might not try might not really care about the results so my um, the way I see them play could be different to how they play in the actual league games Um, Lost Boy yeah I think he's a good player he's got a good team I think he should be higher up than where he is so hopefully the rest of his games he can push forward and
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, it's worth just noticing that uh, Harry is only in League One. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> um, obviously, just sort of quickly on the bottom, um, Roy Jones and Storm. It, can you can you see either of them crawling out of those two spots, Berger? Uh,
1: um, on his day, I think Storm can get results against somebody, but he needs to be a lot more consistent than he is. Um, I think Roy Jones' um, downward spiral started from all the players he lost and all that financial thing last season and I don't think since he's lost those players and he got in the playoffs did he get in the playoffs last season? Uh,
0: um, or, yeah uh, Storm, sorry
1: Uh Joan, Roy Jones sorry. Um, I can't remember I, can't, I think he might because he had a good start to the season, I can't remember but um, yeah, I mean, it looks a very sorry story for Wright at that moment's day. But Storm, he's got a chance, but it's just whether he's consistent enough. Because I think he played Joe twice, and he could have easily beaten him um, once or twice from hearing him in the party. So, but then he'll probably lose to somebody who you'd expect six points against. So, consistency for Storm is probably the only way he's going to get out of it. Whether he can do that, it's... it's uh, On uh, his shoulders.
0: We'll see. We'll see where he is uh, come two weeks' time. Um, Mm. Right, we're going to move on and we're going to move over to uh, the Grand Prix, the F1. So, Joe, take it away for this week's segment
4: thanks guys thanks for having me back for another f1 roundup as always we've had a couple of races over the last two weeks we had the canadian grand prix last monday and on monday just gone we had the first one of the european leg in france we'll take a quick look at those in Canada, Division 1, Buncey continued his fantastic form with a first place. He started first on the grid and he won by quite a distance with a fastest lap of 1.14.4. We had John Eater in second place, Berger in third, myself in fourth and were in fifth. Looking at Division 2... X Plunkett, who's obviously up there in the standings already, he again started first on the grid and won the race with the fastest lap of one fifteen four. We had Riverman in second place. We had Sean C in third and Big B in fourth. Stepping forward to Monday night just gone in France. Jaminate stepped up for this first win of the season. Again, got pole position, finished first in the race. We had Berger in second place. Buncey in 3rd with a fastest lap of 133.4, uh, Goldenbeard in 4th and Suited Recluse in 5th. Back to Division 2, the other front runner down there, Andy Brill, he got back to form winning this one in France. He had a fastest lap of 136.8, we have Bertie in 2nd place, Plunkett in 3rd, Bigby in 4th and Sean in 5th. Take a quick look at the standings. Bunce is starting to run away with Division 1 now. He's on 200 points. Got Jaminator on 125 after his good form. Soggy Cabbage is on 113. Goldenbeard on 87. And myself on 83. Division 2 looks very, very close. The top two are separated by only one point. You've got X at on 156 points. Andy Brill on 155. We're then down to Sean C on 102. Big B on 92. And Riverman and Bertie are tied on 89. The next two weeks, we carry on with that European leg. We've got Austria next, and then Britain the week after. As always, guys, if you want to get involved, we want F1 2020. Just send me a PM, and we'll get you a car assigned. Thanks, guys. Catch you again.
0: Brilliant, and thank you very much for that, Joe. Um, and we'll just quickly touch on it, really, really, because, um, you know, we're all, we all play in it. So, I'll be sweaty. Obviously, it's your first season, uh, you know, racing on a Monday night. How, how are you finding it?
2: Yeah, I'm finding it um, enjoyable, yeah. I'm in the Alfa Romeo, so not one of the fastest cars. And I feel like it's a good challenge. And so far, I feel like I've done all right. I could do a lot better. A few times I've uh, crashed out and stuff like that, which hasn't helped. But, yeah, I'm enjoying it. It's good fun.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things. That it's a good, um, you know, it is on a Monday night. It is great fun. Um, Burger, you've had a couple of great weeks. Um, you know, obviously, was it third last night? Um, uh, second oh second oh okay <laughs> um I know, I'm and, shocked.
1: Then,
0: <laughs> and then third last week um h- yeah. how's the
1: season gone for you well um i'm obviously in a better car than i was uh last season um i'm not really trying as like i did last year uh but obviously the last two weeks has been a big surprise i've qualified quite high um don't know what it is um, but yeah, I mean, I don't think I had a podium in Division One since the last game where we ended up all loads of races over a couple of nights and I managed to win one and got another podium. Um and to go through a whole season and then obviously a few races into this one to get a few podiums. Yeah, I'm on form. Um and I'm actually staying with the pace here players, which before I would just I would just get caught and don't know what it is i don't i don't change much i just do the basics and somehow i've got two podiums
0: that's what
1: it's all about
0: um <laughs> <Somehow>. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it's all about um yeah no really really good um right let's move on and we're going to move on to the premiership now so uh, again i'll run from top to bottom so, Stevie Boy is currently in first, Jackson in second, yourself in third, Burger, uh, Sean, Paulos, Mark, myself, suited, Plunkett, uh, Riverman, Jam, Aaron and Socky Cabbages in the bottom two spots. So, Sweaty, I'll start with you. Um, you know, some of the names you've played in head-to-heads uh, games so far and any names that surprise you based on who you've played and where they are in the league.
2: Um, yeah, um, in this division, I think I've played nearly everyone, just a few that I haven't played. And the ones that I'd say I'm kind of shocked with is Aaron, because I've only played him a few times, but I think he did beat me. He gave me some proper good games. So to see him towards right at the bottom in the relegation place, it's quite surprising, but he does have games in hand, which could go in his favour. Um, Jam also was a good player, gave me some good games. Surprised to see him that low. I could see him pushing on. Um suited has a very good team. He signed some very good players, so I can see him pushing up with his games in hand. Um Phil, who got a good result against uh Berger yesterday in one of the games, which was surprising.
1: Remind, mate. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we'll come to that shortly.
2: So I can see with him if he played more FIFA, for example, more head to head, I can see him pushing on and staying comfortably in his division. Um towards the top, yeah, I've played I've only played Stevie once and yeah, he beat me. Quite comfortably, so I'm not surprised at that. Burgers up there, yeah, I can see him pushing up there. I don't know. It depends how um, JXC's games in hand go. Same with Sean. Yeah, there's a loads, of, loads of good players in here, so I can see it moving around a little bit.
0: Yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, Berger, we'll we look towards the bottom first before we look at the top. Obviously, Soggy and Aaron. I mean, Soggy, I, I don't think anyone can have any real complaints at the start of the season. I, no. I, I think most people would have had him to have gone down. He has only picked up two points, you know, two draws, uh, one of which was against Plunkett. Um, I can't remember who the other one was. Aaron, I think Aaron, obviously, he's not had a good season, but I think he'll pick it up towards the end. Um Riverman and Jam are currently in the playoffs. Um, you know, Jam has got those games in hand, so will yeah. sort of propel himself up towards mid-table. Um, do you what What do you see happening in, in the next couple of games? Do you think um, Plunkett and Suited are gonna sort of uh, drop into? Um, position?
1: It's tricky. Um, Stu is a very very tough player to play against. Yeah. He's got a very good squad. Um very hard to get past uh with all the full backs he uses centre back, it's very difficult. Um uh and he's one that surprises me because I've always struggled to play him. Um Plunky, I think was always going to struggle, but he has done well from coming up in the championship to be fair to him. So fair play to him. I am liking jamming the relegation playoffs, albeit yes, games in hand, but it is <laughs> nice to see <laughs> Uh, Top four-esque player in brackets um, in a relegation playoff at the moment. Uh, Maybe that loss to Phil, I made him get in that position to just go slightly lower in the table than he is. Um, (laughs) Worked out that way. Uh, But yeah, um, I mean, from looking at the the people, Soggy, Plunkett and Phil, you'd say, are the ones that are likely to go down. Then it's very tricky from everyone else. Aaron is a good player. Um, He's played me and Jaxie, I think, in his first two games and a bye week, so that didn't help him, although he did get a point off me, I think, uh, if I remember rightly. Um, But when you play the upper teams right at the start and you play and then you catch up on the teams that you play around you, um, then you'll be able to get some points on the board. But it's a, a tough ass from him where he is now. But... He won't surprise me if he gets out
0: of it. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think Aaron will get out of it because um, it's what he does. So, let's obviously look towards the top. Um, let's start, obviously, he'd be annoyed if I don't mention anything. Uh, yourself, Berger, the game against Riverman. 5-4 yeah. defeat. What what yeah. happened that game? Was it the uh, long ball
1: down the well, wings? He, well, it's minute 13 game minutes when I was 5-1 down at the start of the game I wasn't concentrating I don't know what it is it was straight after F1 um and he just kept on breezing past my defenders with Troyan A- K- hang, hang
0: on you were 5-1 down to Riverman
1: at uh, half time yes
0: right let's we we'll just give that 2 second uh, 2 seconds river there you go there's your airtime on the podcast
1: <laughs> 5-1 mm-hmm. at half
0: time <laughs> against burger um...
1: <laughs> it's just one of the I mean, it's one of those games i moaned a little bit about the past in the game. I just could not get anything going forward. And then I made a change and then I almost brought it back to a draw. But then again, I still had enough chances to even win the game at that point. Um, But he took his chances. He put pressure on me and I just didn't have enough to get back in and fair play to him. And Phil is a dangerous player. He's very defeatist attitude. Um, oh, I'm going to get relegated. I'm going to get relegated. He's got the attacking threat to beat anybody, but 100%. he just needs to keep out defensively. That's where his um, liability is. But um, I mean, if he did that spurt that like he did against me, that just went past me. He can, he can do that. Phil can't. He just when he gets in the mode of like, oh, I'm going to get relegated. I mean, I think he's playing a lot of baseball at the moment, so he's not yeah. playing friendly. So that might. That might uh, have made a difference, but didn't make enough big enough difference to me to get six points. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and sort of looking, you know, at that sort of top three, top four, um, Stevie obviously unbeaten so far. Uh, Jack C will go top if he wins his two games in hand, um, you know, by five points. How how do you think your chances are going into the, the sort of um, the second half of the season, or do you you know think that it is, it's going to be tough to see either? Well, it not yeah. be either Stevie I mean, or Jaxie.
1: Yeah, I mean it's going to be tricky from because I dropped points against Paulo earlier today. Um, very two very tough games and he's fifth at the moment and uh, dropping more points earlier on when they're still. Um quite a few games to go. It's not ideal. Um I've just got to hope Jaxie drops points. Um I thinking I've still got Stevie. I've uh Jaxi's still got uh Ste I think he's got in last game again in the season as he did last year. Um there's this chance but I've just gotta rely on other results. All I can do now is we win my games um and I've gotta try <laughs> try and do that. I think I've got Sean next week, so Yeah, I think if if I can possibly get more than three points, it might set me a good stead, but that's a tricky one itself. I don't really want to repeat of last season as well, was, um, as Sean keeps reminding me in the party.
0: <laughs> no, no, definitely not. Um, right, let's move on, and we're going to move over to uh, we're going to go to the clubhouse. So, Bertie, take it away for this week's golf segment.
5: Welcome to the Gov section of the podcast. Week 4 saw our first Major of the Year, where Wells went in as a, an overwhelming favourite, having won the week before. He justified the tag with a 13 score and a 5 stroke victory. Interestingly, the top 4 players in this event were all Master users. It reflected probably the difficulty of the Greens. Week 5 saw us visit BD's Kong Skull Island. BD is noted for his unusual courses, and this was one of those featuring crashed helicopters and some melted snowmen. For the first time ever on our tour, we had an absolute dead heat. Buncee playing off scratch, shot 20 under, and after his handicap of minus five was adjusted, Hilly tied him also on 20 under. In third place was one of our new members, the one and only Marcus Jonesy. In the overall standings for the final five, Suedit now leads by just two points from Welza. And in the AG Tour, Welza leads from Suedit. So it's all to play for. And we look forward to this week's event, which is the Cutback Classic at Skoo Woo Until next time, thanks guys.
0: Uh, brilliant thank you very much for that bertie um right just to wrap up today's uh podcast we're going to take uh some predictions for the next episode so we have done this a couple of times where we've uh not very successfully mined. we have made some predictions that we will revisit uh on the next episode um of things that we think may well happen um so who should we start with um i mean sweaty i don't know if you've um if, if you want to say some sort of um, some thoughts of what you think you know you could see happening uh, maybe one per division um, I'll give you a bit of
1: time to have a think about that and I'm going to come to Berger first
0: alright
1: uh, for the Prem I'm going to say Jam will still be in the relegation playoffs I think that might be a fun one to see out um, yeah that might be quite fun uh, try hard and all um <laughs> <laughs> I can do this while he's not on here. I can get. I've got a great chance. <laughs> um, looking at the championship, I'd say Jeff is to become a uh, uh, third place uh, behind Joe and Bunsy, who probably won't have dropped points before that. Um, so I'm going to say Joe Buncy Joe on the next uh, uh, when the next podcast comes around, and then League One. Um, I'm going to say. I think Rhino will be in the playoffs come the next podcast. That might be a bold prediction.
0: Interesting. Uh, Sweaty, have you you got a... What are you going to say?
2: I'm going to start with League One so go backwards. I'd say um, until the next podcast, I think Satie will go top, which I think can happen. Uh, Championship, yeah, I can agree that Jeff will push up further up into the um, playoffs. And... In the Premiership, I can see Jaxi dropping points. So, Stevie will still be top.
0: Interesting. Uh, my, uh, my predictions uh, is uh, for the Premiership, I've gone with Jaxi and Stevie. are going to take four wins out of the next four. Burger is going to take at least two. Uh, in the Championship, Buncy and Joe are going to win every game up until the next podcast. And in League One, I'm going to go with Eamon Raz still be in top of the division
1: um you're basically picking odds on every time with that
0: (laughs) maybe i maybe maybe i'm playing it safe we've had we've had (laughs) you only get five pound one back. (laughs) we i think we had maybe one or two predictions right out of the last out of 13 on the last one so maybe we need to uh you know get some more right um so we'll see, we'll see where we stand on the next, uh, on the next episode. So we're going to leave it there. Um, obviously a bit shorter today, uh, than the normal, but uh, sweaty. Thank you for coming on. Um, you know, first episode, I hope you've enjoyed it.
2: Yeah. Thank you for having me. Yeah. It's been a blast.
0: Yeah, no, really, really good. And, uh, you know, thank you for stepping up, um, and coming on, um, burger as always, thank you for coming on and offering your services.
1: Yeah, no problem. It's been nice without Jam as well. I think yes. quite a few people can say that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, thanks for having me on. Yeah. It, guys.
0: Brilliant. And, uh, you know, we say this every episode. Um, if you if you are, you know, you are sitting there listening uh, and you've not been on for a while or you've never been on at all, please, please do PM, either myself or Jam. We'd love to have you on um, and, and um, yeah, get you on for your thoughts and uh, on discussion. Right. Thank you for listening and all. And goodbye. МУЗЫКАЛЬНАЯ ЗАСТАВКА